Welcome back to the Daily Report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Will Smith and Jasmine Robb, bringing you the highlights from our newest report. And on today's report, we discuss the strengths and weakness of serosurvey studies, the neuroinvasive potential of SARS-CoV-2, and the relationship between OCD and COVID-19. So let's get started. The report for July 27th, 2020. Epidemiology. Researchers modeling the transmission of COVID-19 across Europe by analyzing Google and other telecommunication data found a greater drop in local COVID-19 cases in synchronous simulation, where in which each country followed the same intervention as opposed to unsynchronized countries with an elimination rate of 5%. While the researchers acknowledge a population bias is in the data, they recommend that countries coordinate lockdown efforts to further improve transmission rates. Understanding the Pathology, a literature review examining the neuroinvasive potential of SARS-CoV-2 described two possible mechanisms of central nervous system or CNS infection. They include one, a disruption of the blood-brain barrier, and two, an infection of a peripheral nerve, then leading to trafficking of virons into the CNS. Authors believe that establishing a registry to routinely track COVID-19 patients with neurological manifestations may be critical to determine long-term health consequences and note the possibility of neurodegenerative disorders as seen with other neurotropic RNA viruses. Transmission and Prevention. Physicians at the Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston review a recent study regarding serosurveillance efforts to measure the incidence of COVID-19. They suggest that the minimal herd immunity threshold in the United States is unlikely to be met by community transmission alone, even though uncontrolled cases are increasing every day. This is considering recent evidence suggesting that acquired immunity may be temporary and short-lived. The authors propose implementation of active surveillance strategies, including mass COVID-19 testing, to better drive public health initiatives to contain the pandemic. Management A retrospective cohort study of 398 hospitalized COVID-19 patients with cancer and without cancer at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center investigated the incidence of thrombotic events at day 28 of hospitalization and, though acknowledging the study's limitation and power, reported no significant differences between the active cancer cohort and the non-cancer cohort. The researchers believe the overall elevated thromboinflammatory state of COVID-19 outcompetes the more moderate hypercoagulable state of cancer. To help you address your practice during this pandemic, a population-based cohort study using the United Kingdom Biobank data of patients with mental illness found that patients with psychiatric illnesses were more frequently tested and had lower chances of testing positive than those without. They attribute this, possibly, to higher anxiety about contracting COVID-19, higher frequency of comorbid conditions or somatic symptoms, or increased social isolation. R&D, Diagnosis and Treatments. Authors from Geneva, Switzerland, assessed the diagnostic accuracy of the Agurix COVID-19 IgG Rapid Diagnostic Test, or RDT, by analyzing blood samples from 46 confirmed SARS-CoV-2 cases and 45 asymptomatic donors who did not receive testing. They found whole blood IgG Agurix RDT had 88% sensitivity, 98% specificity, 97% positive predictive value, and 94% negative 
negative predictive value compared to recombinant immunofluorescent assay on plasma with increasing diagnostic accuracy after 14 days post-diagnosis, making the IgG agurics RDT in whole blood a good diagnostic tool for SARS-CoV-2 in high COVID-19 prevalence settings where standard diagnostic serology is unavailable. Mental health and resilience needs. Authors at the Department of Neuropsychiatry and Hyogo College of Medicine in Japan conducted a cross-sectional study of full remitted and partial remitted patients with OCD. They found that in comparison to pre-pandemic values, the Yale-Brown Obsessive Compulsive Scale scores in the full remitted OCD group increased from the average of 5.5 to 5.7 and in the partial remitted group from 12.2 to 13. Additionally, 6.7% of participants exhibited additional or renewed OCDs symptoms, leading the authors to suggest that COVID-19 may induce health anxiety-based symptoms in full and partial remitted OCD patients and may lead to acute impact on OCD severity. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With COVID-19LST.org.